This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, July 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Farm Bill progress without a farm bill. Dairy and cotton linked. Clovis challenged and Trump's regulatory overhaul. Prospects for a new farm bill looking a little brighter today. The Senate Appropriations Committee has approved a fiscal 2018 funding bill for USDA, and it includes provisions expanding farm bill support for cotton and dairy. The provisions are especially important because they create new funding streams or baseline in the congressional parlance for both commodities. That extra funding amounts to nearly a billion dollars over 10 years, and it means that the House and Senate Agriculture Committees won't have to make as many cuts in the farm bill to fill the demands for assistance. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway, Republican of Texas, made clear yesterday that the cotton assistance isn't adequate, signaling that he will seek to put more money for that commodity in the farm bill. But it won't be politically easy for him to do that. Cotton and dairy are seen linked together. The Senate aide who worked on the provision says that the cotton and dairy producers are now linked at the hip as far as the appropriation bill goes. Adding more money for cotton will require giving more money to dairy. And the aide says Conway isn't likely to get more money for cotton in the farm bill unless there's more money provided to dairy or other commodities. The cotton and dairy provisions in the FY18 spending bill would each cost about the same amount, just under $500 million. The appropriation bill makes cotton seed eligible for the price loss coverage program at a reference price of $15 per hundred. That's 88 cents lower than the reference price the cotton industry unsuccessfully requested from Congress this spring. The dairy provision would overhaul the margin protection program by slashing premiums for small to medium-sized farms. Neither provision would have an expiration date, but they could be changed or expanded in the farm bill. The magic of budget rules. The dairy and cotton fixes in the Senate spending bill are possibly only because rules for annual appropriation bills are different than they are for authorizing measures like a farm bill. When writing the farm bill, lawmakers must consider the 10-year cost of a program. Appropriators only have to worry about the cost during the relevant fiscal year, in this case, fiscal 2018. The spending bill is written to ensure that the new cotton and MPP payments don't go out until fiscal 19. USDA nominee faces resistance. Sam Clovis, President Trump's pick to be Undersecretary of Research at USDA, is running into resistance in the Senate even before his nomination has been officially sent to Capitol Hill. The top Democrat on the Senate Appropriations Committee, Debbie Stabenow, says Clovis may be unqualified for the position because of a requirement of the 2008 Farm Bill that the post be filled by a scientist. Most Democrats would follow Stabenow's lead if she decides to oppose Clovis. But that won't matter if Republicans unite behind him. A source close to the Senate GOP leadership says there has been no sign of Republican opposition, but it's obviously still early. Trump reworking major USDA rules. The Trump administration is laying out some aggressive plans for rewriting regulations at USDA and elsewhere. According to agency updates provided by the Office of Management and Budget, USDA wants to issue new regulations for genetically engineered crops by next April. 
The sheer complexity of the rules and the controversial nature of changes proposed by the Obama administration makes that an ambitious goal. According to the update, USDA plans to issue a second proposed rule on animal welfare standards for organic livestock. A rule issued by the Obama administration is currently on hold until November. USDA plans to issue by September an interim final rule putting in place changes to requirements for whole grains and sodium and allowing flavored milk in schools. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue also has indicated that he plans to consult with school nutrition directors about other changes to nutrition standards. Margot Wooten, a nutrition policy advocate with the Center for Science and the Public Interest, criticized Purdue for changing the requirements, saying this administration seems to be against all regulation, even sensible ones that are working, like for healthier school food. Call me Big Buddy. Purdue highlighted the USDA subsidized summer meal program yesterday by sharing breakfast with kids at D.C.'s Turkey Thicket Recreation Center. The agency provides activities, programming, and meals to children during the summer. Purdue played with the children and served them a breakfast of yogurt, milk, and apple, and granola. Purdue encouraged the children to call him what his grandkids do, Big Buddy. The kids wouldn't leave him alone. Purdue answered questions from reporters with a young girl on his hip and two little ones at his side. USDA expands drought relief effort. Purdue is authorizing emergency haying and grazing on additional conservation reserve lands across the drought-stricken northern plains. The authorized counties are in North Dakota, South Dakota, and Minnesota, as well as neighboring regions of surrounding states. Purdue said, we are working to immediately address the dire straits facing drought-stricken farmers and ranchers. New deadline for biotech comments. USDA is giving the public and industry more time to provide answers to 30 questions the department has posed in writing regulations for disclosure of biotech food ingredients. The deadline was originally last Monday. It's now been extended to August 25th. Well, here's today's They Said It. Could the senator come up with a different name? That Senator Richard Durbin, a Democrat of Illinois, playfully objecting to Senator Lisa Murkowski calling biotech salmon frankenfish. For Durbin's taste, that sounds too much like the name of a Democratic senator from Minnesota. Murkowski, a Republican of Alaska, assured Durbin that she avoids the term when she is around Senator Al Franken, saying, I appreciate his sensitivity. When I am in his presence, I refer to this as genetically engineered salmon. That's Daybreak for this Friday, July 21st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.